The hosts of Cannabis Law Talk and Leach Tishman for Scaldwell and Lample in no way encourage the illegal activity. Listeners of this podcast must be mindful that processing, using, distributing, and or selling marijuana is a federal crime. And in no legal advice given herein is intended to provide any guidance or assistance in violating federal law, nor will it provide any guidance or assistance in complying with federal law. Please also note that nothing in this podcast is intended to be deemed advice regarding the federal, state, or local tax consequences of engaging in any business in the cannabis industry. This is Cannabis Law Talk. I'm Ken Foltz. And I'm Chris Gonzalez. Cannabis Law Talk is a podcast that focuses on the business, politics, and law of cannabis, featuring some of the influencers in the industry and more. Our aim is to provide non-lawyers with a broad overview on the cannabis industry and the law in the United States, and how to better understand and navigate through this cutting-edge and always-changing industry. Hi, welcome to Cannabis Law Talk. I'm Ken Folds. And I'm Chris Gonzalez. Thank you for joining us today. This is our first podcast of what will be a continuing series covering hot topics, news, and interesting issues and artifacts and the oddities related to the cannabis industry. We are two attorneys and business advisors that would like to just talk to you about everything cannabis and then also bring in periodically guest speakers to talk to us about different unique issues and their perspectives on this industry. And while we're lawyers, frankly, it's not going to be all about the law. Since this is our first episode, we'd like to first express who we are, where we're from, what we're about, as well as the format and purpose of the show. One of the main goals that we're looking for in doing this podcast is to have the ability to talk about the various different aspects of the cannabis industry. Be it if you're looking to try to get into the industry, become a business owner, be an investor, or also you know, concerned about your family, different members of your family that may be getting a medical marijuana card or maybe trying to get into the industry or even dealing with the criminal justice system and some of the issues and the changes that are rapidly um, occurring state by state. And, you know, there's so many different aspects and issues of this industry that are changing on a daily basis that we wanted to use this podcast as an opportunity to be able to talk about these issues. And also people who just don't get the industry. People who don't understand what the industry is about. They don't know the slang, the terms. They may be caught up in the stigma with the term cannabis, the term marijuana, pot, things like this. We're hopefully going to educate people to say this is a lot broader than what people think in the outside world. It'll also be helpful to provide a forum for other people to come and talk to us and provide their perspective on these issues, maybe shed some light to overcome some of the stigmas of the industry or talk about some of the challenges that are being faced in different jurisdictions where cannabis has been legalized. Some of it has been done well. Some of it has not been done well. All right, Ken, we're starting this podcast. Tell us about yourself in the in the legal world first. Sure, Chris. Um, I started my professional career actually in the world of politics before I got into the law. I worked for a local congressman. I was a staff member uh, for that gentleman, handled economic development and transportation work, primarily in the city of Pittsburgh, Mon Valley, some economically depressed areas. Now, because of that work, I decided to actually go into the law to become a real estate attorney, to basically become a problem solver, because most of the attorneys that I dealt with when I was putting deals together and economic development projects, they became roadblocks on those deals. I wanted to be a different type of an attorney. 
over the years of almost 20 years of practicing law and my political background, uh, my career has sort of morphed into still a real estate attorney, but generally a business attorney, handling all manners of different transactional work from oil and gas, renewable energy, helping act as general counsel for a number of small to medium-sized businesses. Then in 2016, Pennsylvania passed the law legalizing medical cannabis. I decided at that point, because I'm a transactional attorney, you know, fascinated with this new industry that is growing throughout the United States, that we would form our cannabis practice group at Leach Tishman. So we've done that, got involved. Um, we actually represented a number of companies that were part of the first ap rounds of application in Pennsylvania, several of which were successful in obtaining growing a processing license and also dispensary license. Um, it was certainly an amazing learning experience for us as a law firm and me as an attorney, um, but it's also been really just a really enjoyable process to be part of the learning process for our clients as well. They've, they've been learning and growing, pun intended, mm -hmm. with the industry. Chris, why don't you uh, provide us with a little bit of background of you know, your legal background, but also how you came to be involved in the cannabis Absolutely. industry. So I've been practicing law for about 25 years this year. Um, I actually started as a litigator. I passed the bar on a Friday, and on Monday morning I was in trial, which to me is still mind-blowing, but I'll leave it at that. A little crazy. Yeah, a little bit crazy. <laughs> so I practiced in the uh, private and public sectors for about seven years litigating, primarily defense. Um, I was able to understand a lot about the nuance of the courtroom, how it works. But I was fortunate enough to actually work in some of the public entities back in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm licensed in California. And in that capacity, I learned how the cities work, their nuances, their intricacies, their politics, uh, how things happened. Um, and then eventually, a few years later, I moved into the purely private area. And I, similar to yourself, got involved in a lot of transactional work. I became in-house counsel for a major internet company uh, back in the heyday when uh, there was a lot of these uh, tech investments, um, and then did that for several years, and then how M&A work, merging acquisitions, buying businesses, buying assets. Uh, and then in my practice morphed as well. Um, I would call myself more of a generalist as a lawyer. I have the ability to probably discuss most topics in the law, um, but primarily I do business transactions and litigation, uh, advising businesses. Um, I'm a big proponent on preventative law in the sense that I want people to be prepared prior to any problems arising. So I'm always preparing them. Compliance is another way to put it. Risk management is a good way to put it, similar to this industry. So very unique. Uh, and today I still serve with medium, small, large-sized businesses, mom and pops, mid-size, mid-caps, and public companies, uh, where I advise them as outside general counsel. Um, as far as the cannabis world, ironically enough, I probably got involved in this when I was at the famous UC Santa Barbara, which uh, for those of you who know, at one point in time was – considered one of the big party schools in North America. Uh, the joke was, you can, you know, UCSB is known as, or you can study buzzed was the joke back then. And ironically enough, I had a roommate who actually was growing cannabis. This is in the late 80s. Completely illegal. Didn't know what was happening. And that was my first introduction to cannabis in an indoor grow in my apartment complex, or my apartment, for the new roommate I had. And uh, it was very, very unique. Um, and then as things progressed, my practice progressed, uh, about five, six years ago, I was approached by a few colleagues that were getting out of one industry that was, uh, their industry was a little bit of a gray area industry as well. 
into a new gray area industry, which was the cannabis world. And they asked me to help them out and look at some of their IP, intellectual property, some of the technology they had, some of their traits you could start developing. And I helped them out. And since that point in time, I've kind of still progressed in that space. Uh, as you know, I joined the firm about two years ago, Leach Tishman. And uh, when I first uh, looked on our website, I saw medical cannabis and your name on it. And that's how you and I got involved in doing this. And so I'm on the West Coast handling it from a medical as well as a recreational side. And now with Pennsylvania still in its medical state, that's where we're at. So uh, that's how I, I full circle for where I'm at today. I definitely think it's interesting, Chris, you talked about being an advisor and trying to help clients you know, be preventative, trying to help them avoid issues, not just be there as a litigator. Um, I would say that's probably the biggest um, way that you can help people, particularly in this industry, because there isn't that much law because it's just being legalized in all these different jurisdictions. And it's it's kind of fascinating that you talk to clients that are either looking to invest or they're, you know, maybe they're even an owner in the industry and they'll ask you questions and there isn't a clear answer. There isn't a lot of case law to give a definitive answer to them. So you're really trying to advise them and give them practical, reasonable advice of, okay, here's how you can try to protect yourself, but it's not as clear cut you know, it's something where you've got a hundred years worth of case law. No, it's 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 amazingly unique right now. Um, even though in my state of California and now you know Pennsylvania is looking at some things that are happening, you know it's difficult sometimes to advise. To be frank, it's difficult to give them the advice that you have some confidence in that you think, okay, I'm going to give this advice and you're going to take it and you're going to run with it and it's going to be successful because it may fail. And it's not that you've given bad advice; it's just you've given the advice and on the information you have at the time which, as we've seen in my state, in California, changed numerous times since it's become legalized. Um, you know, I, I'll give you another funny note. Another, another big part of this podcast for me was speaking to my mother, my 80-year-old mother. And so I told her I'm going to be doing a podcast with a colleague of mine, and she asked me, what's, it, what's a podcast, and this and that. And I said, well, I'm actually doing it on cannabis. And the next thing I know, I heard every stereotypical word come out of my mouth what, are you going to talk about stoners and those kids with the long hair and riding their skateboard and surfing and, and, you know, weed? And, and it just kept going on, and I was just chuckling about it. I said, no, no, it's a lot different than it is now. And I had explained to her what's going on. Um, and she, had, at first, didn't want to understand and understand. So in a weird way, this podcast goes to those grandmothers, those little old ladies, those little old men, jokingly, those individuals who know or think they know about it, but don't know enough about it, and hopefully to educate them through some of the preventive things we can tell them to do, some of the compliance issues, some of the legal issues, some of the non-legal issues, political issues, things like that. So I think that was a very good person to talk to about in preparing for this and going forward. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully everyone listening will look forward to it as well. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it, it is definitely fascinating. And one of the draws to us doing this podcast is over the last several years since becoming really involved with the industry, you go and you go to networking events or social events and you talk, oh, what do you do? And you give your little elevator pitch. You know, I'm a real estate attorney. I'm a contract attorney. I'm an energy attorney. Oh, and I do cannabis law. <laughs> well, guess what? For the next hour, you're going to talk about the cannabis industry. That's all anybody wants to talk about, including, you know, was up in Chicago two weeks ago at a extremely dry and boring tax conference on federal opportunity zones, which is in you know my sweet spot of the real estate law, having lunch with some tax attorneys and accountants, and they asked what I did, and by the time I get to talk about the cannabis industry, and I practice in that area, for the next hour, that's all we talked about. 
at the table. And it just really is fascinating that people want to try to understand it. I think even if they're, you know, if they might be opposed to it, they're not sure, they're in favor, they, they want to talk and really understand what's happening in the industry. And it's it, it can be really challenging. You know, and we're involved in it, and it's still hard to keep up. I, I think there's not a day that goes by without me receiving uh, an email or a question or a contact from a client or a colleague about the business. It, it, I mentioned to a colleague today, we were at breakfast this morning, uh, and I said, you know, it's one of the industries that everyone in the world will have a touch with, whether family, friends, um, colleagues, whether they're using it uh, for medicinal purposes or recreational purposes. But someone you know, as you sit around and listen to this, is in contact with it. Maybe you're doing. Maybe as you're listening, you're having yourself and enjoying it with yourself right now. I don't know, but there's someone that you're going to know that deals with this, and you should know a little bit more about it. And we're hoping to educate you. And again, we're not here to be lawyers. You know, we're we're not going to come here and talk about the law and be boring. Uh, at least we hope we're not boring. <laughs> um, well, but talk in general terms, yeah. more generally, yeah. open, open-ended, my kind of in a weird way. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a good point to maybe we'll switch on the lawyer switch for a half a second, though, to advise everyone that though we're talking about the cannabis industry, that people need to do really need to understand that cannabis is still illegal federally. It's a Schedule One narcotics, which <laughs> The equivalent of it's the equivalent of heroin for those who don't know under federal law under federal and cocaine it has the same penalties it's considered um, that high of a of a drug on the list yeah and it's it's fascinating again from a lawyer's perspective that we're permitted in the jurisdictions that we're licensed to advise clients on cannabis law issues because our jurisdictions California Pennsylvania have passed um, changes to our rules of ethics. That's correct. For professional conduct that we are permitted because the states have legalized these programs in our states that we're permitted to do that. But the reality is there is still a risk in the cannabis industry because of the federal stance and the law has not been changed that working in this industry, buying the product could be deemed to be a violation of federal law. That's so correct. People, people should still understand that. Uh, there are some unique intricacies that we'll get into later in a more in-depth uh, podcast on that issue. But just as a general advisory, that that's a unique area of this as well. Not just because it's new, but because there's this contrast between the states, the 33 states that have legalized it, and the federal law, which it is still le- illegal. Which is a, which another great segue to why we're doing this. So for the listeners, we're here to provide a somewhat of a 101 type of class in a way, um, or education. And today is just a general conversation introducing ourselves to the you. Um, we hope you can you know, reach us. You want to reach out to us, email us, tweet us, whatever you'd like. Visit us on the website. Um, but we're here to educate each of you in certain areas. And so we've broken down the, the series into distinct areas of the law, of politics, of business, um, and each one will be different. Um, it's kind of a 101, like I said. Um, we will focus on issues that range from intellectual property to workplace, HR, human resources, to investing, to banking, to you know, a, a litany of things. Um, and we hope you, know, you enjoy it. We hope you, you have questions about it. We hope you challenge us for those of you that have the opportunity to come in or, or reach out to us and ask questions. Um, it's ever-changing. It's, 
you know, I was told my father asked me when I passed the bar exam, he goes, why do they call it the practice of law? And I didn't have an answer. And I asked him, a colleague, a mentor older, he goes, because we never perfect it. And so in the law, it's not going to be perfect. Um, we're always practicing and trying to figure out what's right, what's wrong, what's not right, what's not wrong. And we're never going to perfect it. We're just going to find a way to mold it. Yeah. Well, and I, that brings up a really good point that I laugh when I talk about this industry and then the law and we talk about it and people will say, well, I was talking to this attorney and he said this, and it's a definitive answer. There are no definitive answers. <laughs> like there, there doesn't exist. That's why we have the word reasonable, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, potentially, <laughs> most likely, this is the answer. Because, you know, if you're talking to anybody and they, they hold themselves out as an expert and they tell you there's a definitive answer, I would be very leery. I agree. Well, everybody, I'm going to uh, tell you this. Now, we know the law can be boring because we're two lawyers that have done it for 50 years combined and we're bored at times. Um, but we hope the show won't be that boring. We, we don't provide dense content. We look forward to providing light, sometimes lighthearted, sometimes comical um, people to come in, including ourselves, which we think we're not the funniest guys in the world, but have a fun time together doing this. So uh, please contribute. Please reach out to us uh, and enjoy the show. Yeah, absolutely agree, Chris. And looking forward to kind of going down this road together and getting to talk about these issues and kind of fits in with the, uh, the tagline of we'd need to talk. That's our show. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Law Talk. You can reach us at CannabisLawTalk.com or on Twitter at CannabisLawTalk. Or you can also write us at CannabisLawTalk at LeechTishman.com. That is L-E-E-C-H-T-I-S-H-M-A-N.com. This is Chris Gonzalez. This is Ken Foltz. Talk to you soon.